This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome friends to another Freedom Fighter podcast, how's y'all doing? This week we are on our third and final part of Emotional Intelligence with our good friend Pastor Vince Gartland and uh, he's really just kind of finishing it off and detailing what this looks like and the process of how to develop it in our lives and uh, we finished, uh, you know, our our talk there by by kind of talking about this uh, scripture in Galatians that talked about don't use your freedom as an opportunity for selfishness, for the for your flesh to run riot, but but through love serve one another, and I think that just encapsulates this this uh, you, you know the the need to develop in these areas because I know personally when I've found my voice in areas and found freedom, we can use that and abuse that, um, and use it wrongly, but uh, the importance of developing and how I handle other people's hearts when I'm growing and 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 and, and release, been released and restored and freed is so important. So I pray this last session really blesses you. Be encouraged, guys. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the third portion of the teaching that we're doing right now on emotional intelligence. We just uh, listened to a song, and it said, "It's not over till I say it's over." And, you know, we're talking about process. Emotional intelligence is about a process of sanctification. And, uh, you know, we're all at different places. And uh, we, all, we all, I think, have recognized that the importance of this. If we didn't know before, we entered into what God's Word had to say about it. So we certainly should understand now that God has put an emphasis on this part of, of our life experience, this, this part of us. That, that needs his help. So, you know, just as I was listening to that song, it's not over till I say it's over. You know, because we all recognise the limitations in ourselves and the way we react to situations that arise in our lives. That maybe tell us our emotional intelligence isn't as good as it should be. <clears throat> but God says it's not over till I say it's over. So over the last two weeks, we've learned a lot about EQ or emotional intelligence, and what God's Word has to say about it. We also learned what the effects are of low emotional intelligence and that the effects that it has on our lives and the lives of people around us, especially our wives, husbands, children, our friends, and our work colleagues. We discovered that EQ has a much larger part to play in making our lives happy and fulfilled than IQ. It's not true that, is it not true that God loves order? He keeps everything in balance. The sun rises and the sun sets. The seasons come and the seasons go. There is a time of growth and a time of rest. And so it is with our emotions. God wants his people to have balance and not be slaves to their emotions. God's word speaks to us about how God has weighed every emotion and brings balance. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 and 8 says, For everything there is a season, 
and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast the waste stones and a, a time to gather them up, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. That scripture speaks of balance and order. King Solomon wrote those words as he sought the meaning and the purpose of life. And it shows us how futile our lives would be without God's order and balance. Could those words be more true than when it comes to our emotions? It's important that we are not only aware of the huge influence the EQ has, but that we take on board and put into practice what we learn for our benefit and the benefit of those we do life with. Low emotional intelligence shows itself in a variety of ways that can be damaging or even destructive in our relationships. Its root cause is found in rejection, in fear of judgment, and in trauma. When our EQ is developed, we are in control of our emotions rather than our emotions being in control of us. So let's look at some examples, and I'm sure we will all identify with these events and situations that all of us, I'm sure, have encountered in our lives. Let's, let's, so let's take a look at them. I'm sure we, at some point, all of us have encountered situations like this or things that we have observed in ourselves and in others. An inability to express how we feel. A feeling that I've got to be right. Oblivious to other people's feelings. A tendency to blame others. Emotional outbursts and mood swings. Abrasive and unfeeling and dominating. Developing EQ is about recognizing our own emotional state, but even more about the benefits it will bring to others as we learn to read others' emotions better. To have empathy, to listen, helping you to engage with people better and in ways that will draw you to them or them to you rather than away from you. There are four main elements that can contribute to EQ. Self-awareness. Recognising your own emotions and how they affect your thoughts and your behaviours. Self-management. The ability to control negative impulses, behaviours and feelings and manage your emotions in healthy ways, so avoiding communication breakdown. Social awareness. Becoming more sensitive to the emotions, needs and the concerns of others. Pick up on the emotional cues and be aware and be present to the other person. And finally, relationship management. Communication is at the core of this attribute of EQ. Remember the phrase, 
I used last week. The person in front of you is the only person that matters in that moment. If our minds are distracted with so many things, especially in the days that we live in, our minds can be so full of so many things, so many responsibilities, so many on the to-do list. So with that happening in our minds, how can we give that person what they truly deserve, our full attention? This is important in all our relationships, but vitally important in marriages and in families. So let's remember what EQ does. It gives us the ability to accurately perceive our emotions and the emotions of others, which will guide our thinking and our actions in that moment. Isn't that a game changer? Instead of reacting all over the place, we have been guided to respond in a positive and helpful way to the other person that produces a good outcome. Have you ever thought back on situations in your life and thought, what was I thinking? Why did I say that? Why did I do that? Remember that argument that appeared out of nowhere? You remember how quickly irritated you became? And before you knew what was happening, communication had deteriorated into a slanging match. Remember that day when frustration and anger took over you, when you walked out vowing never to return, but as you walked in the cool air and you started to appreciate the peace that surrounded you, you kept walking and gradually the stillness entered you again and your heart was being soothed and repentance came and you were able to return a calmer version of yourself. That's emotional intelligence. Within a developed emotional intelligence, we can learn to navigate around these situations in a positive and effective way. So there's no more slamming doors, no more walking out, no more irrational words, no more shouting, no more slanging. We, are, we have a consciousness. We are conscious of what we're doing and what we're saying in that moment. And we're conscious of the effect that we're having on the person in the receiving end. God wants to develop in us a positive and effective way, full of empathy and understanding and a willingness to listen. That will reduce our stress as we learn to communicate using our emotional intelligence, using EQ. Developing EQ is about nurturing deeper, more intimate relationships. It's about recognising how and why people feel the way they do. It allows us to anticipate how our words, actions and behaviours influence other people. Developing our emotional intelligence begins with putting to death being subject to our own passions. Not suppressing our emotions, because if we suppress our emotions, if we lived in that state, life without emotions would be a dull wasteland. I'm talking about 
having control over your emotions and not your emotions having control of you. <clears throat> but with balance, allowing us to live out our lives and our relationships in relation to what we face. What is needed and what is wanted is appropriate emotions. When emotions are too muted, they create distance and dullness. When emotions rule us, when we become slaves to our emotions, they can become pathologically pathological. They can cause depression and anxiety, raging anger and manic agitation. EQ is about keeping those negative expressions of emotions in check, as that is the key to emotional stability and well-being. We go on to develop and enhance our experiences, our relationships, and general understanding of ourselves, other people, and the world around us. Today, can we be encouraged this morning as we apply all we have learned and what God's word has to say about our emotional intelligence? Let us be glad that this is part of the good work God has started in us. Philippians 1.6 says, For I am sure of this, <coughs> excuse me, for I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion in the day of Jesus Christ. In this scripture, Paul is encouraging the church in Philippi for their perseverance and their sanctification, the process by which we are made like Christ. And emotional intelligence is very much a part of that. God's word has shown us clearly that developing our emotional intelligence is part of that sanctification process that brings order, brings balance and peace to our lives and our relationships. So, Father, this morning I pray, Lord, that all that we've learned over these last three weeks, Lord, that we can put into practice, that we can apply them in our lives, and we will harvest an abundance of peace in our homes, in our relationships, and a sense of well-being will be in us. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighter.life. Until next time, God bless you.